Hi guys, and welcome back to Confessions of a Wanna Be It Girl. It's the end of the year, and everything feels like a legit blur. It's been a minute since I have solo potted completely by myself and first time with camera. Hi, me. Great. Not to mention that on top of it being a fucking blur out there, it is a holiday season. I mean, holiday season, but Hanukkah is already actually fucking over. It was so early this year, so it's just actually like one less holiday right now. Um, I'm Jewish, if you didn't already know. And I'm curious, like, what are the Jewish kids doing? Like, are they getting out in December when most kids are out? Like, the kids that go to Jewish school. Let me clarify. The kids that go to Jewish school, are they in school over Christmas? Or are we all taking, like, a December break? I'm just curious, you know. Like I said, it's actually one holiday season less. I mean... Who the hell right now has time for a holiday party? I I single-handedly do not. And on top of it, I had this thought this week. I was like, oh my God, it'd be so nice to have like a mature holiday party where like everybody comes like dressed up nice and like we eat food and like drink a little. But like I can't do that because I'm in this weird stage where like half of my friends and acquaintances are like real adults. And the other half of us like still act like children. So like those worlds do not combine for me. Yeah, I am one mental breakdown from like a huge blackout. Like I haven't gotten wasted drunk since my birthday. That's over a month for me. That's a long time. My mom's not going to like that I said that, but that's okay. That's the truth. I haven't blacked out, I think, since my birthday. I'm actually a little bit proud of myself for not blacking out since my birthday, but I'm literally one mental breakdown away from that. And what I mean is I literally, if someone handed me... Oh, I'm actually drinking as I'm doing this. Cheers. If someone handed me eight shots right now, I couldn't take them because I am too overwhelmed to the brim. But the day, if it was like December 20th is like the day I'm going to get to like chill the fuck out. I will be flying home on a plane to New Mexico. I might black out. I I might. I'm I'm, I'm not making any promises. Actually, last year I did get violently drunk. Eh, Violently is a little dramatic. I got really drunk on my way home to New Mexico. I was flying with my emotional support kitty cat, Misty, who is making it a reappearance on the Delta flight, except for this year she is no longer emotional support kitty cat because they banned every other pet but like dogs. I mean, some people really abused it. I guess they brought like snakes on the plane and like porcupines and they said they were emotional support animals and they're not. But Misty is a cat and I feel like cat and dog are the most common things. And if you see where I'm at right now, I think it's clearly that she's for emotional support. So I'm a little pissed off that Misty had to get a ticket to New Mexico that was almost as expensive as mine. Where was I going with this? All right, like back to the mature holiday party. Can't happen. Also, who are these women that can fucking bake? Like, I don't have time to bake. I told myself I was like December 1st, like I'm doing all my baking. What the fuck baking was I talking about? Like, I I, I, I don't do that. I wanted to make these like cookie gift boxes that, you know, all these women seem to provide for everybody they know. I have no time to do that. Literally none. Also, like, I think I have like one cookie that I know how to make in my repertoire. Repertoire? I don't know. I can make one cookie. I also know how to make a vegan protein banana bread. And that either turns out really good or very, very, very bad. I made it once in the beginning of quarantine. I was staying at Hunter's house. This is how long ago it was. We didn't even live together. And I tried to make it. And I think I used baking soda instead of baking powder. Or is it baking powder instead of baking soda? We don't know. Okay. The point is I had these like 
high ambitions to bake. And that's, that's not going to happen. You know, I didn't even have time today to finish my bagel being toasted before I ate it. I put the two halves of the bagel in the air fryer. Yes, we don't own a toaster. We own an air fryer. And I don't like too many things on the counter. So I would not like to add a toaster to the counter display. So I make us use the air fryer as our toaster. So I shoved the bagel and it's two halves in the air fryer. And I set it for six minutes. And at two minutes of it counting down, I took out one half and started eating it because I had to keep moving. So baking is not an option. Okay. Sweet treats. Oh my God. Sweet treats. Um, talk about something that's weirdly, uh, triggering, especially if you've ever experienced anything where you've like loved or hated eating and eating disorders. You know, it's a very weird time to be around food all the time. I ended up texting my best friend on Thanksgiving being like, I just, I feel so triggered today. And she was like, yeah, it's probably because of all the food. And I was like, oh, don't say that like that. But she was right. I'm so burnt out right now, though. I can't, I'm not even thinking about what I digest into my body. It's literally a grab and go situation right now. Honestly, can't consider what I'm eating. Want to talk about a holiday trigger? Ask my mother who gave up, I think, listening to this podcast like 10 years ago. It's been going on for a year. I'm a little dramatic. Mom, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure you don't listen to the full episodes of these podcasts anymore, which is fine. Talk about a trigger. Something that for some reason always triggers me. Setting the table for Christmas dinner. Not because it's setting the table. Because of the particularness that is setting the table. My mother has a special set of china that we don't actually use for Christmas anymore because she's updated it to a special Christmas china. And this Christmas china, you know, we got all the forks and all whatever. I don't know. Whatever it is about setting that table, I always end up in the grumpiest of mood setting that table. So I don't know why that table setting for me is so triggering, but it is. You know, something else I want to talk about is what do we really use this holiday downtime for? I will be going home to New Mexico, as I mentioned. I will be so exhausted by that point. I think I'm just going to flop into my bed and do nothing. But the funniest thing is I always tell people I'm like going to make plans. I think I even have lightly loose plans and then I don't even make it out of my house, which is conveniently 30 miles away from everybody else in New Mexico. So I end up seeing no one. And I just sit there. And what do I do? I watch TV because that's my favorite pastime. Speaking of TV, you know, holidays are a great, fun time for movies. I recently finished Selling on Sunset. We got to talk about it. Selling on Sunset. Let's let's debunk this a little bit. We need to get over the fact that this is not a reality show. This is absolutely not a reality show. This is scripted drama at this point. Like these women are actresses. Um, if you watched it, also the camera work on it literally is filming it like a TV show. Like the way the camera will follow it behind them, like as they walk into whatever the office or the thing is, like a completely dramatized TV show. That show is not reality TV. It is so peculiar. If you don't believe me, spend one day in even a medium to large market. I'm meaning like New Mexico, Atlanta, whatever, or or just anything. Spend one day as a PA on any time of film project, and you will realize that there is just zero way that reality TV 
is reality. There's no way that all those things are happening like that with all the cameras going on with all that coverage. It is a procured medium. And, you know, it's funny because Chriselle was an actress or is kind of an actress. You know, she was on a soap. And I actually really like her. She seems the most normal to me on the TV show. And I'm like, oh, right, because she has actually screen training and she knows what she's doing and she knows how to make a setup of a situation sound normal. Then you got Christina, you know, every, literally everybody's got Christina's name in their mouth. I went to dinner last Friday with one of my friends and we were actually working through this dinner. We were writing out like goals and trying to figure out how we could support each other through the next year of like chasing dreams and whatever. And the group of people behind me could not stop talking about something on Sunset. And they were like, yeah, we used to know this girl who used to date blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, they they knew Christine. And like, she's really fucking smart. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. She's really fucking smart. She has made a character. She is a villain. She's portraying it on TV. She's fucking killing it. So my point is, spend a day on any set as the lowest PA or even extra. And you will completely see that there is just no way that reality TV could turn out that perfect. So to wrap up my point, basically, Selling Sunset is the definition of procured TV. Similar more to The Hills, but at least The Hills towards the end, they were honest that it was completely like dramatized and fictitious. Uh, a couple of shows I'd recommend watching this holiday season if you haven't watched it. I'm honestly shocked over the amount of people who have not seen Hacks. I think this is the best TV show on television right now. I I actually very rarely laugh out loud when watching television. And this show has me laughing out loud left and right. If you don't know the premise of Hacks, this is the light premise. It is a older comedian who's kind of washed up on the strip. You know, she's losing dates to her stand-up show. And she's up in arms about it. At the same time, we flip to this millennial girl writer who can't keep a job because like she's so nasty and blunt and harsh and people don't like her. I actually think she put something on Twitter that kind of made her cancelable, whatever. So she lost her job at this great writing show. This is the tippy top premise. They have the same agent (laughs) and he has this like brilliant idea to kind of like deal with one problem with the other. Of course, the women hate each other and, you know, of course, they end up loving each other by the end. But I mean, genuinely clean-ish, clean-ish humor and just so smart and so at top of their intelligence. The acting, the writing is super great. It's by the people who made Broad City. They won the Emmy for it. The woman who plays the stand-up comedian also won the, won the Emmy. And I am just shocked over how many people have not seen this show. Also, I'm really into HBO Max right now. I think H- it is only on HBO Max. HBO Max content is killing it. Um, they also have the Sex Life of College Girls that just came out. Shout out to Kathleen, uh, who's actually in it. Um, I know her from college. At first, I was kind of like, oh, I don't really know if I'm going to like this show or like it seems a little like eh, too on the nose. But Hunter and I have been watching it and it's actually really addicting. And like, I guess I think if you wanted to go grungier and make the topics deeper, it could definitely be grittier. But I do think there are great moments that are fun and funny and also like kind of in some places a little bit of a different take on girls in college and like a very inclusive cast and 
yeah, I'm actually really liking. I didn't think I would like it. Something else I will be doing is probably watching Euphoria for the third time. Season two is finally coming. I never rewatch TV and I've actually watched Euphoria three or four times and I've always managed to watch something different. So that is definitely something if you're feeling a little triggered and angsty over your Christmas break, I would definitely consider checking out. You know what else is my favorite thing to deal with when you go home? Is dealing with your friend from LA who comes home. You know, they've left town. I'm talking about myself here, by the way. You go home and you got this friend from LA, you know, and you know, you, you ask them like, Oh, like, what's it like living in LA? And they're like, Oh, you know, it's incredible. Like, it's really, really great. Um, I, I love it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you start to tell them, you know, wherever you're living that your rent price is X amount of dollars and theirs is XX because the amount it is is double. Um, you know, and often, don't worry, all the time, if you're from LA, like, and you work in the industry, like, everybody's favorite question is like, well, who have you worked with? And it's like, some athlete like I didn't really know on this like thing I didn't really know much about because like that's the work I can get and I was a PA so it's fine um but you know one time I saw you know Jennifer Aniston at you know a restaurant and like that was the only time I've really been starstruck because I mean it's Jennifer Aniston but like at the end of the day like these people like you know, they're just people and they're no different from me, you know? And so like, I don't, I don't get starstruck anymore because like I live in LA and like I'm part of LA. So like Jennifer Aniston is like the only person I get starstruck from, but really the truth is like any celebrity is no different than me. Like we have the same blood. So there's, you know, there's no different, you know? And like, Oh my God. No. And you know what else they'll probably tell you about is like how, you know, they don't hang out in Santa Monica or the Hollywood Strip because it's like, you know, that's like for tourists. That's not what people, where people in LA actually hang out. And, um, you know, one time I actually managed to see this really cool influencer at a, a club. You know, he was, he was totally like at the same club at me and like we're actually best friends. By that, they actually mean he was in the same club at the same time as you. You never spoke to him and you don't know him. So, uh, definitely a little bit of, loving hearing when people from LA or maybe New York too go home to their small towns and they love to throw a front. And if you are listening to this, I'm just going to debunk for you. Those things are not how it seems. It's not how it happened. You know what else really happens a lot in um, the wintertime is a lot of Instagram and TikTok scrolling. If I see one more TikTok of... I'll try to explain it. You know, it's like the girl wants to get engaged and she'll be like, the I like new shoes. And then like, there's a picture of a ring like over the shoes. And then she'll be like a new puppy. It's like her holding the puppy, but you're supposed to be seeing the ring. And it's like lots of new books. And it's like her holding the book with the ring or like a stock photo of that. If I see one more TikTok about that, that's not creative. Like we so surpassed the gentle nudges of I want to be proposed to or I want to be uh, pregnant. Like just no more of that TikTok. Holiday TikTok is a very interesting place, but I'd like to tell you the new place I've ended up on. I've, I think it's happened. I have become a Disney adult. I'm a little ashamed, a little ashamed, but also like I'm loving it. Uh, my mother was kind enough to buy me a season pass. Oh, sorry. Let me just take a sip of my tea here. 
Yes, I'm drinking alcohol and I'm switching back and forth between my tea. My mother was kind enough uh, to buy me a season pass to Disney. So I have been a lot recently. And because I've been a lot recently, I've become very, very interested in Disney TikTok. Disney TikTok is a very interesting place and highly competitive. And I'm not, I'm not even talking about holiday Disney TikTok. Like we're just talking about Disneyland TikTok. Really interesting place. You get people from all over the spectrum. You, uh, there's literally a guy I follow, and I love this guy. I'm so sorry. I don't know your name. Literally gives breaking news about Disneyland things. Like the genie line opened. Uh, it's the replacement of Fast Passes in case you're wondering what it is. Uh, the breaking news. This ride's down. Breaking news. Like release of dates, whatever. I'm not kidding you. That's how serious someone takes Disneyland TikTok. And not even holiday Disneyland TikTok. Did you know I'm becoming this person? I competitively got this. That there are people at Disney who collect popcorn buckets. Yeah. They make these rare popcorn buckets that, you know, they only make a certain amount when they sell it, they sell out. I went a couple weeks ago with my boyfriend and another couple. Um, I had seen this seasonal popcorn bucket. I really wanted it because it's really cute. It's got all these blocks and it's got Toy Story. They're like making a tree. It's really cute. I, they were like, new alert, uh, popcorn bucket. I kind of sounded like I had the TikTok first there. New alert. Like you can find this new TikTok or you can find this new popcorn bucket in th- blank, blank spaces. Get them while it's available. Um, and so when we were there, I saw the, the TikTok popcorn bucket of the Toy Story tree. There was a line, I kid you not, as long as like two New York blocks to get this popcorn bucket. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a popcorn bucket. So by chance, we were switching parks when we were walking out. That popcorn stand reopened and they had refilled their popcorn buckets. And I literally, by a chance of God, I ran, me, like someone who was like, I'm not really a Disney adult ran to this popcorn bucket line. I mean, sprinted. They were just starting with the restocking, but I think I was third or fourth in line to get this popcorn bucket. I'm really happy I purchased the popcorn bucket. It must have been so bad because this dad, who I thought the person in front of me knew, came up to the woman in front of me and asked her to buy the popcorn bucket for him. I didn't understand what he was saying. I thought they were friends. And he was like, do you have Venmo? And she was like, no, like I don't, I don't have Venmo. And he's like, oh, do you have cash app? She said, yes. So she agreed to buy the popcorn bucket. But I was like, wow, it's like this popular that like people are coming into this line to get somebody else to buy this popcorn bucket. Um, I literally in this exact moment decided to just like check out the line behind me. It was like down one New York block again. This popcorn bucket had been out for like three or four seconds. It's so funny. They literally had one of the popcorn guys like come out and make an announcement saying like, you can buy the popcorn bucket without the popcorn. Like if you don't want the popcorn, let us know. And I'm thinking like, is it cheaper? It's not. It's the same price if you get the popcorn in it or the popcorn not. So I got the popcorn in it, but some people literally, I heard people say around me, oh, I'm not going to get the popcorn in it because I don't want the bucket to be greasy. People collect these. I've ended up on TikTok where I've seen collections of these popcorn buckets. And I'm not going to lie, they're kind of insane and I kind of get it. But at the same time, like the $25 popcorn bucket. Anyway, so yes, I've digressed. I've completely become a Disney adult. On the other side of Disney TikTok, 
there's like bougie Disney TikTok. And um, I would very much like to submit my application for bougie uh, Disney TikTok. This podcast is completely changing themes. That's what I will do. be doing. Just kidding. But actually, I would love to join uh, Disneyland bougie TikTok. I'm not even going to get into Disney Christmas shit. Christmas shit is here. It is... Three weeks from Christmas is when I'm recording this. I don't know if that was right. I have not bought a single gift for anyone in my family. Lists have been sent. Black Friday has happened. Cyber Monday has happened. I literally can't with gift buying. I actually love gifts, but it is like the last thing I can think about is going to a store and walking around and finding that one specific thing they asked for literally makes me once again return to my almost literal mental uh breakdown which will lead to me getting drunk and blacking out um it just sounds really exhausting and like aren't we in like a pandemic i'm not going there uh the point being i feel like gifts are somewhat overwhelming to get if you wait till the last second i literally my neurotic brain wishes i had started back in november buying people gifts at the end of the day though i'm gonna end up sucking it up and i love giving the gift to people it's the going to get it i know i could just get it on amazon but like if you aren't aware there's a huge fedex blah 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 just like there is every year but the funniest thing to me is about when everybody talks about the package delays they act like this is the first year it's happened i'm like haven't there been package delays since like forever around christmas time i mean at this point i'm ready to invest in a 3d printer and just start printing everybody their gifts so i can avoid all the shipping and then i will personally drive around delivering my gifts to everybody just to completely avoid the mail delivery problem it is so bad my mom ordered me something from a store. They tried to deliver it twice to my apartment. They said it was undeliverable because they couldn't get into the building. I'm like, how have I gotten all my other packages then? Like somebody once upon a time has delivered a package here. So like it's undeliverable. It literally ended up all the way in downtown LA and I had to go get it from this base camp. And even so, my poor mother had to like convince them to take it to like that specific FedEx place instead of like the main hub. So like I didn't have to stay in line for like three hours. Basically, what I'm saying is give yourselves a break with the gift giving and the gift buying. And if you don't get your gifts, remember that seeing people is much more important than receiving the gift and their presence if they're exhausted. As I'm, I feel so many people around me are. I don't know if it's like the mid to late 20s time frame, but like I literally don't know a single person who has told me like, oh, my, my work's gotten really easy the last couple of weeks. I feel like everybody is like, no, like the gas is on and like we're making up for like two years in all of December. Um, that being said, Christmas season is lovely. Yes, I'm bitching about it. Don't get me wrong. Um, miss you, Hanukkah. You came and went before I even really got to spend some time with you, the little, little sneaky one. But, um, point is enjoy the holiday season. Uh, thanks for listening to my December rant. Maybe I'll make this an annual thing. I'm going to make this a thing. Fuck it. Anyways, guys, enjoy getting ready for your holiday season. We're going to have one more episode till the end of the year, which I'm super excited about, all about goal setting. So guys, make sure to tune in. I'll see you next week.